Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Mitch Trubisky Nation? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, wait, what just happened? Hold on. Did I? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. It's only Kenny Nation. That's right. But this is MT10. Oh. MT10. Since, since he technically doesn't get the head-to-head victory, at least we know what he did. We saw it with our own eyes, so, you know, he takes the name now, MT10. We did see it with our own eyes. I mean, we you and I it. were both there. I don't care what the stats might say. It's kind of like when they say Landry Jones beat the Cleveland Browns in 2015 mm-hmm. when he played, like, the first series, mm-hmm. got hurt, and then Seven comes in and does what Seven does. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, shout-out to Landry Jones for that win. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, you won. But I know my eyes tell me. <laughs> it's like a it's like a pitcher gives up seven runs, but his team scores eight. Hey, All you right. got the win. It's like I know my History eyes told me. History will remember it as All a win. Right. But I, know, I know my eyes told me. I know who was out there, who, who did what he needed to be I done. I tell you what. Yeah, and. <laughs> Don't you lie to me, Ricky Bobby. Did you do this to me? Uh-uh. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky was Ricky Bobby out there. Come on now. He just woke up and he. Peed excellence, as Ricky Bobby might well, say. Well, technically, it was a very much Ricky Bobby-like story. If you think about this, the context of that, get benched, mm-hmm. lose it all, you're mm-hmm. the scapegoat, battle through adversity, come back, be the hero. Stop when you heard that before, right? Or when oh, you haven't heard that before. T- it's, it's a classic mm-hmm. sports story, tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. And and yet, you know what? You know what? Hold on here real quick. I mean, come on. Come on, Mr. Trubisky. There we go. 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 Um, you're you're absolutely right. That that's that's a heck of a moment for him. That's a heck of a story for him. Good for him. Uh, obviously, we are all you know. We're hoping to hear good news for for Kenny. Um, we'll talk about all that here here in just a minute. But like it's just so much mentally that you yes. deal with, and that's like. And and honestly, me and you, we, we're on the same page because you kind of understand my energy when it pertains to these type of moments sure, like this. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But it's like that context of like, yo, I don't think y'all really could grasp. Like, yo, that is not something easy to do when you're talking about the way that everything has handled or been handled for him, surrounding him, the support or lack thereof with him. 
Listen, I know our listeners aren't good. Not all of them. We, you know what? Sometimes I don't give our because because a, a lot of our listeners they are very nuanced. They are. They know Absolutely. all the context. Yeah. They're well. Fu- they're diehards, but they're well thought out. They're calculated diehards. Oh, yes, yes, right. Yes, That's a good, good way to Absolutely. put it. But think about it from Mitch Trubisky. Don't think about it from your black and gold glasses right. and want to win think every game standpoint. Don't think about it from Kenny Pickett's the pit guy who you who who a lot of you rooted for on Saturdays and you love him and he's the rookie and you want him to do well and be the next guy for fifteen to twenty years, right? Just think about Mitch Trubisky for a second. He was booed off the field. He got booed but, out of the stadium. But let's let's rewind this VHS tape a little bit back further. You said you get the that? VHS. You, shout you out. can't rewind a DVD. Shout out. Can't you? I mean, you can skip, right? That's true. You can but go, back, rewinding, couple, go back a couple chapters. Yeah, something like that. Let's rewind this Mitch Trubisky VHS. I like to rewind one anyways. When he came out of the draft, when he came into the draft right out of North Carolina. What happened? A lot of people were like, "How? Why? 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 How's this guy going before Mahomes? How's this guy going for, before Deshaun Watson? How's this guy? Was he second or third overall? Was he third? Third, I think, in the draft. His, his year that he came. Top five pick. I think it was two. Was he two or three? I think he was two. I thought he was two. I thought yeah, he was I the second. Was I, thought he was Connie, a, right? I thought he was the second Connie overall one, pick. Mitch was two. Yeah. That's what I thought. First quarterback taken. Mahomes and Watson go by. How could how could the Bears do mm-hmm. this? What's going on? They're idiots. He's got, you know, he, they have a 12-4 and four season there in Chicago. They make the playoffs twice, but they don't win a playoff game. After four years, he's cast aside. He gets a lot of blame there. He wasn't the guy. It was a bad pick. On and on. He goes to Buffalo for a year. Kind of forgotten about. Right mm-hmm. until the end of the season, and then free agency rolls around, and he's kind of the—he's certainly the guy in free agency with the most pedigree. He's still young, right in the middle of his career, right? A lot of football ahead of him, certainly. Did an internship with? Did the, an internship with <laughs> Brian Dable and Josh Allen? Hey, you know how it is, That's man. like interning for a Fortune <laughs> hey, 500 hey, company. My man had that smooth paid internship in Buffalo, baby. <laughs> That's how it is. All bro. that, right? That that trajectory. So you get crushed from your time in Chicago. Then you get a year to kind of be built back up to where you were, I think, the consensus number one free agent quarterback available. Yeah, because you ain't have to have LASIK like James. So we really like you. You ain't have to have LASIK like James. And throughout the combine process, a lot of people talking about, you know, would you rather have your choice of these quarterbacks or would Would you rather have Mitch Trubisky? Free agency opens the Steelers and Mitch 30 minutes into free agency. He's a Pittsburgh Steeler. They put a ring on it. Signs a two-year deal in the black and gold. So it was like a two-carry. It wasn't, it wasn't a 10-carry. It was cute, though. So all that, right? You get chopped down in Chicago. You get a chance to be built back up. You land at a great, stable organization in free agency. You think, all right, here we go. Second chapter of my career. Um, I'm about to rewrite this story, right? Mm-hmm. And then what? And then the Steelers in the first round draft the guy who, again, a lot of people in this town love. He drafted the one quarterback that they could not draft. The one quarterback that could step all over Mitch (laughs) Trubisky's toes. If it was Malik Willis, fine, he's not going to play for a year. He would have been on. Desmond Ritter, fine, he's not going to play for a year. (laughs) Sam Howe, it would have been fine. We're going to take the guy (laughs) who played right next door, (laughs) who led Pitt to their best season in 40 bleeping years, and was a Heisman finalist. And whose game was the most comparable to yours, if we're being real about it because Malik is very it was drastically different it's like yo they're apples to oranges but Kenny it's like oh nah that's that's too similar all throughout training camp you're the guy mm-hmm. preseason you're the you're getting 90 percent of the reps with the first team I mean, right you're the guy but all the but, but are you the guy but but the 3,000 4,000 5,000 12,000 fans out there at Latrobe on certain days they're chanting Kenny 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 
When practice ends every day, it's not T.J. Watt who's the most sought-after autograph. It's not Najee Harris. It's not Arthur Motes. It wasn't him. It's not the future Hall of Famer Cam Hayward. It wasn't Wesley Euler. I tell you that. It, uh, although I did get asked a couple times. Come on, man. I tried to get your autograph, Kenny, too. Kenny. Preseason starts, right? Two Steelers home games. What do we hear all throughout the preseason? Kenny, Kenny, Standing ovation. Kenny, fourth quarter Kenny. of a preseason game, baby. Steelers win week one in Cincinnati. In a game where the defense t- took we, the ball we away five. By, we would have won by more with Kenny, though. Took the ball away five times and got after Joe Burrow seven times in terms of we, sacks. We would have won by three scores Oh, with man, Kenny. wasn't good there. Then you come home against New England and you struggle. Then you struggle we against New England Cleveland. by two scores, too. And everyone is calling for your job. Everyone is calling for your job. We would have went to overtime job. with Cleveland. It happens against the Jets. And now all of a sudden, Kenny Mania is in full swing even more. Kenny Mania! Kenny, Kenny Nation is, is ooh, and I'm feeling myself. Ooh, hey, hey, hey. And Mitch is, trade him. What's the point? Get get him out of here. Kenny's the guy. You, you feel comfortable with Mason as your backup. You know, what's going to go on? Is he going to pout in the hey, locker no, no, room? Is he going to this and that? Though, it was kind of funny, though, in a sense. The people that went from, like, crucifying him, they try to give him the sympathy of, oh, I kind of feel bad. Mitch kind of got a raw deal. Oh, he kind of got a raw deal. But I don't want to switch back to him, though. But he kind of got a raw deal. All of that, Arthur Motes, and he stays locked in. He stays ready. Like we said in the first segment, it, it's it's not if. It's a matter of when you're going to get that opportunity in the NFL. It's it's a brutal league. No, guys, for a fact it is. Guys, guys get, get banged up all the time. They might only need you for a couple plays. They might need you for a quarter. They might need you for a couple games, whatever it may be. But the thing is, whenever it is, you better go out there and put your best foot forward. Nobody cares about any excuse, right? I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. Nope. I didn't get any reps with the starting office this you better week. Better be ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. We said that same thing about Kenny against the Jets. Mitch didn't get any starting. You know, get starting any reps one with the reps this week. This week. <laughs> and, and and finally, in that whole spiel of working against Mitchapalooza there. Oh, I see what you did. There. Not to mention he had to trot out to midfield last week against his old team as a captain when he wasn't even going to play. You no know, funny thing though, I was. At the state of this week, and I was like, yo, that's got to be so awkward, bro. Like, ah. All ah. of that. And he's able to go out and do what he did yesterday, which I think now that I've had some time to sleep on this and marinate on it, very small sample size, mm-hmm. but was the best chunk of quarterback play we've seen from the Steelers this season. Kenny against the Jets in the second half was close, but it wasn't what it was for Mitch down the stretch when they needed him. Well, yeah, I mean, to, to, to win that context, game, to put that game on ice. Well, yeah, because in the simple context of both of those performances, unfortunately, in that Jets game, we did have two turnovers that came out of those things. Mm-hmm. Now, you can we can debate who is at fault, but both parties in terms of quarterback and receiver in both yeah. interceptions, not that third one, the helmet, I'm not tripping yeah, on that, yeah, but yeah, who cares? those first two picks, mm-hmm. you can place blame legitimately on both of those players, quarterback and wide receiver, whereas in this scenario with Mitch, we didn't have to worry about that because – they weren't intercepted. They were good decisions. They were good throws. And the receivers up there ultimately went out there and made plays. That's the other context. Because, yes, you can make a case that, yeah, can your receiver make plays for your quarterback? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what we said was 50-50. But yesterday, those receivers did make plays. So in the context of, yes, Mitch did give us, quote-unquote, the best version of quarterback play that we've seen thus far, it was still only for a quarter or two yeah. quarters. Oh, very so small sample context size. Matters. Very small sample Context size. definitely matters. 100%. And we're not trying to make this a Kenny versus Mitch thing or no. anything like that. But we're just being consistent with what we've done all season. Yeah, because we were extremely excited about Kenny when he came in that Jets game. Because yep. to that point in the season, 
That was we the best seen, version we of quarterback that we hadn't seen that to that seen. point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Small so, sample size, too, yeah. but we hadn't seen anything of that through yeah. the first three and a half games. So now the difference is we got to see the next level of actually getting touchdowns in the end zone. No quarterback had done that for us in Pittsburgh until Mitch just did. We talk about executing a successful four-minute drive versus a really good Bucks defense. Let's not get that twisted as well. He did that. So that's the context where it's like, yeah, man. Like it was, it was really impressive. Really, really impressive by him. That's some intestinal fortitude, mm-hmm. and that's some mental strength as, as well, too. I love seeing it. I love that for Mitch. Uh, and gave a great post-game interview there. Um, I, I don't know if you heard him at, you know, after the game he was asked, you know, were, were, were you upset a couple weeks ago? And he said, yeah, you know, I was pissed off for about 24 hours. But then you, you move forward and you get ready, you know, for the next opportunity. Um, and honestly, and, a, and, and big ups to Mitch Trubisky for being ready for that next opportunity. But when you talk about, I just like the fact that he was able to be candid about his real feelings. Twenty four hours, I was absolutely pissed. You're allowed the twenty four hour that, rule, right? Absolutely. But yeah. after that, man, I, I had to go. I understood what was, you know, needed. It's a business. Yeah, and, and like I, I said, it's not easy to do. No, it's, it's a lot honestly, easier said than done. Trust me, it's a lot more people that do it the other way than do it his way. And that's when you talk about the league average two and a half years. Part of that is that because guys. In their career, whether it's early or later on, you're going to experience this where they're going to bench you. They're going to pull you. They're going to not give you an opportunity because they feel somebody else deserves it for whatever reason. Draft, politics, they like the guy, he's a better player, whatever it is. And not everybody is able to maintain that type of professionalism to keep studying, to make sure that they're doing everything to prepare themselves as if they were going to play. I mean, shoot, he played. it was a whole first half. He didn't even have to touch his helmet. So you still talk about being locked in. It's not like this injury happened in the first quarter. In the quarter. first quarter, right. It's not even like this injury happened in the second quarter. And he's able to go in at halftime and regroup. He and- has a whole halftime where he's still sitting there like, y'all talking to Kenny. I'm not worried about me. He's probably over there eating sunflower seeds. <laughs> but it's like, man, if you weren't paying attention to the adjustments that were being made, imagine when that mm-hmm. injury happens. The first, what is it, the first play of the offense's uh, possession when they get the ball in the third? or well, se- no, second, second. Because they had the return, had the return field, goal, field goal, and then the second And then possession. the next, yep. Yeah. So it's like it wasn't even like they had, you know, a lot of time for him to really get down and get, oh, I got that. It's like, nah, if he wasn't focused, if he wasn't locked in, man, this opportunity would have passed him by. And we would be sitting here having a very different tune about Mitch. And ultimately, they would be confirming <laughs> right. the things that people said about him earlier in the season. And when this, we talked about, this team is a, is yeah, a bigger picture, too. we were too. talking about some of the growing pains, it's like, man, if he goes out there and he's pouting and he goes out there and he plays bad, you only confirm that criticism. But what you did yesterday was show that, nah, man, just like how we talk about this team as a whole, keep getting better every week. I'm in that same boat. I'm still getting better every week. So like I said, I was really impressed, though. Really impressed with him. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too. You know, it's not like this happened halfway through the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, and they said, you know, Mitch, we just need you. You need you need to lead one drive or you need to get us a couple first downs or something. Five for seven on third down conversions. All One of those was third and six. All the other ones were double digits. 15 mm-hmm. yards, 15 yards, 11 yards, 13 yards. The touchdown pass, pass to Claypool, which was a great ball. Decisive. A lot of the things that people had criticized Mitch about. He's too indecisive. He's not finding the open looks. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, he he was gunslinger on that that six yard no, pass to Claypool. He, was. he 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 wanted Claypool there. He he zipped it in there and he put it right where Claypool um, could win that combat style catch. It's it's impressive. It is, and as you mentioned in the first segment too, when 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 Kenny got hurt, and you understand it from this perspective of. 
like when you're young rookie, you're hopeful, you know, long-term franchise quarterback gets hurt. That's going to suck the air out of the building. Correct. I'm not naive in that regard. But it also wasn't like, all right, come on, Mitch, you got this. It was not- It was it, the energy in the building was, oh man, Kenny was the only thing we had going for us this season and well, now he's out. Because you got to remember context. The way that it was phrased when they made the switch was, I didn't make the switch solely because mm-hmm. of talent. I made the switch because I needed a spark. I needed somebody that could give us energy. Somebody that could, you know, give us right. that that Flip sort the switch. of Pop yeah. in the arm. Pop. Yeah. Yeah, you need that pop. And it was like, all right, well, we don't, pop. we don't have that anymore, you know? Because technically, that was the bullet that you already used by putting them out there. That's right. <laughs> so it was like, where are we going to turn to now? <laughs> you played your Trump card yeah. already. But, you know, it, it worked out. And it was more so because Mitch was able to come out there and make them plays. Because, like we said, when he first got out there on that field, that was not the case. When he first, I think he missed uh, the throw where he throws it slightly behind Deontay Johnson yes. on the out. Yes. They were ready to lose their mind. The, uh, the crowd ready was ready mind. to lose their mind. And it's like, man, this is literally the dude's like third throw of the game. He was fresh off the bench. Like, we, we doing this already? But that was the energy because you could tell they were already predetermined. This is what they were going to do when it was him. But he made them cheer. I like it. I we always talk about people like, getting it. beat to submission. <laughs> he beat them to, to cheer for him. He said, you're going to love me today. <laughs> like Respect, our, baby. Like like our buddy Terrence Garvin would say, hey. you win the crowd. Facts. You win your freedom. Facts. Because <laughs> that's what he did. Um, so where does this go from here? Like, let me ask you this. Because mm-hmm. this is going to be the big thing the whole rest. Obviously, today, everyone's going to react. We're going to enjoy it. And then tomorrow, we'll hear from Mike Tomlin and obviously the injury updates. And, and everyone will be waiting to hear uh, about Kenny Pickett. This was my thought process. You know I'm most pensive when I'm driving into work here in the mornings. Oh, okay. Now, that was actually a big word by you right there, pensive. Like knee-jerk? I like that. Um, My thought process was it's going to take Kenny at least mo- – best case scenario, he clears concussion protocol, you know, by the end of this week. You playing concussion, doctor? That's what we're doing today? Uh-oh. I like it. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> That was my best Will Smith impersonation. I was like, yeah, who was that? My thought process was, even if even if Kenny clears protocol before Sunday, let Correct. me put it that way. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. He's probably not going to have a full slate of practice right. this week. Correct. Is it? So with that, I'm thinking, That's the right, question. Do you start him if he doesn't practice? Do you start him yeah. if he doesn't practice? Do you throw him right back out there? Or do you go with Mitch for a week, which seems to me like the safer option, right? But then I'm also like, okay. Let's continue to go down this road. Mm-hmm. What if the Steelers go out and they beat the Dolphins again and Mitch Trubisky's yeah. the quarterback? Because if, if the onus now is, you know, this is Kenny's team, we want to get him back out there, mm-hmm. or is it we're just going to do what we want to do on a week-to-week basis to win football games, to, to play meaningful football down the stretch? Mm-hmm. Is there a quarterback carousel in there? I think you'll probably agree with me on this. When they go back to Kenny mm-hmm. again, I, I, I think, barring injury, of course, you want that to be – you don't want to do this back-and-forth quarterback thing. Yeah. So h- how do you think this all plays out? Let's just go like this uh, – because I just threw a lot up against the wall you did, there. You did. I, I, I got what you're saying, like, though. I for, got you. How does this play out this week? I got you. To me, it's, um, it's as simple as this. Um, if Kenny is able to practice, Kenny starts. That's 100%. If Kenny can't practice, I start Mitch. It's that simple for me. Um at this stage in Kenny's career, I don't put him in the category of you don't need to practice and you can just come out there and start on Sunday. 
I think he's a rookie. And when you watch him on film throughout his uh, three uh, NFL opportunities, he does make some really good plays, some really professional reads. But at the same time, he does have some rookie mistakes that happen. And those will only be highlighted more if he goes out there without practicing. Because watching it on tape versus seeing it on the field is night and day. So that's, you know, how I draw the line. Long term, I still wanted to be Kenny solely because when I talked about when it was Mitch at quarterback, I said, man, regardless of who you think is the more talented or who you personally want to root for, I really don't care. What I care about is the clear, concise message and direction for this team. So when it was Mitch Trubisky as the leader of this team, you follow Mitch Trubisky. Right, wrong, and different. If we're all wrong, then we're all right. But if you're right, I'm wrong, and we're trying to do it your way, my way, we're all going to fail. Mm-hmm. And that was my big issue when we were talking about how fans would boo Mitch specifically. And it's like, how are we trying to win as a team when you're trying to be divisive within the organization, within the roster? So now that we have made that switch to Kenny, it's like, no, now Kenny is this new leader, the new face. We talk about how it took the offense time to figure out what Mitch does well, what he struggles with. It takes Matt Canada time to figure out what Mitch does well, what he struggles with, the receivers, what they do or what they struggle with with that particular quarterback. Then you switch it to Kenny. And we talk about how, okay, it took some time for them to kind of figure that out to get a report going, right? Sure, sure. So now you're starting to see the progress with that. Now it was stunted, right, because of this injury. It's like you don't want to go back to Mitch and now everything that you've been building these last two and a half weeks now you have to undo and essentially hit the reset because once again it's not like you're just gonna oh well we were doing it like this last time we just hot right into it no everybody progresses everybody gets new roles George Pickens role when it was with Mitch is very different than where he's at now where he's a little bit more of the hey we're targeting you early but then you also can see Mitch Trubisky's rapport with Claypool that wasn't always there either so it's like if you go with Mitch going forward you're essentially going to be saying, all right, we're going to recreate this thing. We're going to fine-tune it, refine it again. And when you're talking about in the context of staying competitive and winning in games, along with knowing that because of the injuries that we have, because of the talent that we have as well, our margin of victory is very – or our margin of error slim. is small. Yeah. You don't want to have a ton of changes each and every week or multiple times throughout the season because now instead of guys having big understanding on this menu – they're going to have multiple menus with not a lot of understanding. Continuity And matters. when you don't have the understanding, yeah. you're not going to have the detail. When you don't have the detail, if I'm asking you, West to go run this route at seven yards and stop, and you don't know if you're going to run it at five or if you're going to run it at ten, if I'm this quarterback, I can't trust you. And that's going to throw off the timing of everything. Yep. So when we're talking about that big understanding on this menu, a part of that does come into play with who is that quarterback and oh, what absolutely. type of plays you're calling. Absolutely. And that's my whole thing in terms of the continuity of it. Like, man, tip my captain, Mitch. He bought out. He did his thing. But because Coach Tomlin made the decision that he made, you force your hand in this sense. Because now if you turn around and you say, hey, I'm hey, Mitch, hey, he bought out. Kenny can't play this week. Mitch balls out again. We're going back to Mitch now. What message did you just send now? That we're not overly confident that either, either of you can of these get the guys. job done and you're we're just going to play the me, hot hand. Hey, man, if Mitch goes out and has two bad games consecutively, you're going to switch back to Kenny? And you can be telling me, oh, we need another pop again? So when I think and of it in that context, like, man, you can't because of when you made that move. Abs- it's, it's it. And that's what we said. The it came off as very in desperate tube. in that moment because it didn't seem like you thought about the long-term ramifications of what could play out of this thing. But this is where you're at right now. 
This is where you're at. You can't. If you go back, like, how do you go back to uh, you, to, to Mitch? You can't. You can't say, hey, Mitch, no. you're, you're the guy now. No, you, you can't. You and I have talked about this. Is not. We've got two start. We got two no. ace pitchers on our pitching staff. This oh. is this is not. We've got two really good goalies, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go back and like that. That that's not how it, works, not how it works in football man. at that position where your guy has the ball in his hands fifty percent of the time. Every mm. time you have a possession, he's got the ball. Fifty percent of the game, he's got the ball. Mm-mm. You, it's the oldest adage, right? In 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 football, is that if you've got two quarterbacks, you've got none. And I don't think we're quite at that point now obviously but it's that's going to be interesting to see how they monitor this going forward but I'm with you I think it is as simple as if Kenny can't practice this week you go with Mitch again Mm -hmm. and you go back to Kenny as soon as as soon as he's able to get that that Mm -hmm. week of practice and as soon as he's ready because it feels like that's the decision that you've already made but I need him to practice though he has to I need a week of practice I'm, I'm totally with you on that he, yeah. he ain't no Ben Roethlisberger. Take right. a take a Wednesday off Veterans Day. We're we're not there yet. Hopefully no. we'll get there one day. Yeah, but he we're, needs to practice. We're not there yet. But you're absolutely right. I don't want this menu to be the cheesecake factory. Mm-hmm. All right. I want it to be. You go to the local barbecue place and there's like three things on the menu. Right. <laughs> It's like we got brisket, we got pulled pork, we right to the we point, got mac baby. and cheese and slaw. What do you, you want? Know what we want. Right. I don't need the cheesecake factory fifteen right. page menu. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I need three big or four things man. done really well. Big understanding. And that's what it is, man. When you have that big understanding and stuff like that, you're able to operate with a lot more detail in your work. And at this level, man, detail matters a lot more than just having a plethora of options. Because if you have a ton of options, but you don't understand how to execute them at a high level, mm-hmm. all you're going to do is just make more mistakes. All you're going to do is just op- uh, open up yourself for more potential negativity. So, yeah, man, when you're talking about this type of stuff, man, it's critical. It's critical. We're going to take our final break here. When we come back on the other side, we'll catch up with our buddy Chris Carter, CC. We'll reunite the Migos. We'll also get to your tweets, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions. Get those in now or forever. Hold your peace. Maybe not forever, but at least for a day or two here. Forever, ever, ever. At, at Wesley Hiller, at the body 52. Duh. Body. Chris Carter, on the other side, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.